I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Faithful Men. I know that it's been a while. I apologize for that myself. I'm sorry, Shelby. Um, you know, with the whole pandemic and the, the protest, and I actually had school as well, so that, that took a lot, a lot of time away from my hands. But I'm grateful for that. And hey, how you doing, Shelby? I'm good, man, I'm good. Hanging in there. What, what have you been up to? Nothing much. I mean, honestly, uh, sad enough, I lost a pair of my contacts, so I had to go get an eye exam today. So it's been the, the highlight of my day. But so it was like this one or this one, <laughs> this one or this one. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, it's terrible. Hey, well now you can see better. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, a, that's great. 2020, or close to it. 2020, just like the year. Hopefully, your eyesight is better than how the year is going. <laughs> yeah, I think it is so far. I think it is. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. So today we're gonna talk about something that, you know, I dare to say we're both pretty familiar with. Mm. <laughs> I think we've both experienced, you know, this this topic in various degrees. You know, some sometimes more successful than other times. Yeah. Yeah. Very successful, you know, the last time that we did it, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would yeah. say. Praise God. And that's dating. Woohoo! Dating. Yeah, the title crazy. of the show for today is, It's Not Always Rainbows and Butterflies. And if you know that Maroon 5 song, uh, She Will Be Loved, you know, that's where the title came from. Because uh, it's true. You know, it's not always beautiful. There's the struggles that, that go along with dating. Um, and as faithful men, we have to be able to to persevere through the good and the bad yeah. um, for the success of, of our relationship. So let's not go around the topic too much. Just let's go right into it. So Shelby, um, I know you're married now. So that's the most successful relationship <laughs> you've had. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about that relationship. Okay. <laughs> and we'll talk about my relationship because that's the most successful relationship. I have, all right? So how did you meet your amazingly fantastic wife? Uh, I met my, um, I hope I don't embarrass her by calling her my love bug, but that was my nickname that I gave her way, way, way back when, but um, not that long ago. But um, I met her at um, the school that I was going to. Um, it was uh, UMass Lowell. Uh, River Hawks. Yeah, River Hawks, River Hawks. I don't know, I don't really rep them that much, but I love my school, I love my school. Um, but, I saw her and I was, I was in awe a little bit. She was beautiful and I didn't know how to talk to her. And I, I, I uh, oh, stop, man. <laughs> and, um, and I remember I had my cell phone with me, yo, mind you, full charge. And I didn't know how to talk to her. So I was like, you know what, let me just ask her the time. And um, 
and corny. if she's really not, it's corny, but hey, it's a way that I knew that she was definitely going to talk to me, because if a girl doesn't want to tell me what the time is, then I clearly don't want to talk to you, so it's okay. No, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I asked her the time, and we went on a shuttle ride from one campus to another, um, and we spent the whole time talking, and you know, I was like, all right, I'll see you around, and I was really hoping I saw her around. Um, she didn't think so, though. Um, she didn't think she was ever going to see me again. She was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, but in fact, I did see her again. I definitely did. Um, and at that time, you know, we saw exchange phone numbers and and the, the rest is history, man. So how did you start that second conversation? So the second conversation <laughs> was uh, I got off a shuttle ride um, uh, to get to a campus. And I saw her. And, you know, I was like, oh, man, there goes a pretty girl again. So I started waving towards her. And she's waving back. So I'm like, word, like, she sees me. All oh, the connection is real. This is beautiful. This is what the movies are like. And the whole time, I watched her, like, continue to, like, wave and converse to, like, the guy in front of her. And I was... Oh, man. Yeah, I was a little salty. A little salty. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, hey. I was like, oh, man, I'm the second one that she was looking at. But... <laughs> But, like, after that, we got on a, a ride and kept talking after that on a bus ride um, to go get some food. And we actually sat down and had lunch together, too. So that uh-huh. was good. Yeah, man. So praise God for this bus ride, huh? Yo, these bus rides are... Yo, this is the beginning of a beautiful story, man. These hey, bus man. rides, man. Hey, man. Awesome. What about so you, for me? Brother? For me, yes. Um, so y'all know... I am uh, an athlete. That's what I do. That's what I've always been known for. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the sports that I really enjoy playing is volleyball. And uh, a few years back, there used to be a, like a church tournament. You know, teams from like like a whole bunch of different churches in, in, in like the area, like New Hampshire, you know, all over Mass. People mm-hmm. from like Boston used to come play. Um, Stoneham, Lawrence, from everywhere I used to come play volleyball here in Lawrence actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's cool that I can actually almost see from my window now, so it's pretty oh, cool. Snap. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's so cool. Um, so there was a tournament, right? And I was on a team and I went to play and I, I was balling, right? That's what I do. <laughs> I'm humble, I'm humble. Well, well, were you really balling though? Nah, bro, I'm a baller. Yeah, like, volleyball? I love volleyball. Hey. But uh, so that was on a Saturday night. That Friday before, my my wife now Jenny had actually moved back to the area from Florida. So she used to live here before, um, and then she moved to Florida with her family, and she got a job to to uh, fly, to fly for an airline. She was a, a flight attendant. Mm. And uh, she moved in Friday after she accepted the job. She was on her start Monday, and I met her that Saturday. Sheesh. Quick. With the quickness, bro. <laughs> so, you know, we, I'm playing. She, she, she joins us that, that day. Uh, she joined my team, actually, because her sister invited her to go. And there's a whole story behind that, because she's like, nah, I'm tired. I don't want to go. And her, her nephew, like, kept pushing her, so... Shout out to Jadia for pushing her that day to go. <laughs> My bro for life now. Yeah, he gets all the props, um, man. For real. She tells me all the time, like, you better be thankful to him. <laughs> so, yeah, so she didn't want to go. She was, you know, chilling on the couch, relaxing after a long flight and everything. And 
unpacking because she moved, you know? She moved everything back here. But her, her, her sister and her nephew pushed her to go. She showed up. I showed her my volleyball moves and she fell in love, you know? Yeah, yeah that's not what happened. It's that simple. <laughs> no, that's not what happened? Nah, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. It could have been. I'm going to be honest, right? I'm a bit of a ball hawk, so they hit a ball towards her. And I'm like going, I'm running, I'm diving for the ball because I, I dive for every ball. Mm-hmm. And she was like, move, get out of the way. And like, as I'm diving, I do a little maneuver and I just <laughs> moved out of the way. <laughs> and I was like, oh snap, she's good. And she yelled at me. And it was, that's it, it was love at first yell. Hey. <laughs> so that's how we met. We, we met playing volleyball in a church tournament uh, on a Saturday night. That's awesome. So did, the week did after you have a that, pickup line? I, I, no, that was it. Just playing, playing volleyball. And I had seen that, that she had just graduated from the flat in the school. I'm like, because I've known her little sister since she was a baby. Mm. So I've known the family for a long time, but I've never met her, mm. which is really interesting. Um, so I was like, aren't you the one that just graduated from, from like JetBlue Academy or whatever? And she's like, yeah. And <laughs> the rest is history. That's awesome. Locked up. Hey, <laughs> they won't let me out. Hey. That's awesome. I don't want to go out. I'm yeah, good. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. like like you said, that was the beginning of a, a beautiful story, and you know, five years later, we're, we're going strong, and, and I praise God for that. Nah. So yeah, that, that's how we started, bro. That's a beautiful story, man. Hey, playing <laughs> ball with a baller—that's awesome. That's you awesome. know, gotta do it. <laughs> so you know, we started dating then. We go on a few dates and. Um, we're like, you know, let's let's give this a shot. And we, after like three, four months, we were like, I was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? She's like, okay. Hey. And that was it. That, that's beautiful, man. But we went on a lot of dates. And that was my, that's my next question. Because this is important. What is the best date that you have, you ever did, you ever had with your girl? Yeah. So... Yo, yeah, we went on a lot of dates too, man. It's crazy. I think about it, but like, I think our, our favorite date was one that like she actually planned. Like, so we would actually like plan dates all the time for each other. Um, so she gets the props for this. One. Yo, she gets the props for this one. This one kind of it blew my mind a little bit. So we were hanging out in Boston, and we were like, you know, walking around Boston for the most part. And she's like, "Oh, I have a place that I need to bring you." And I'm like, "Where are you gonna bring me inside the city? Like, I know Boston a little bit." More so than you, because you, she lived in Framingham. Um, she grew up in Framingham, but she lived in um, Wilmington at the time. Mm. Um, but uh, she brought me to um, to go on a gondola ride, and that was like the first time that I've ever been on one before. And I'm like, yo, it's like like the boats are in Italy, but it's not Italy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and like they had like some fruit, they had like um, some sparkling apple cider. Uh, it was like a, a great trip, and we just got to like sit back and like watch the like the sunset, and it was like probably one of the most romantic trips that we've been on. And like I tried to take a photo of like the sunset, and it came out so ugly because I don't know, I maybe my eyes are much better than the camera, but it was by far one of the most like romantic trips that we had. And we didn't even talk that much; we just like enjoyed. Just the took it up. in. Yeah, just took it in and took each other in. We were just like, man, this is beautiful. 
and just kept looking at each other, cheesing at each other, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man, that's dope. That's awesome. What about you, bro? For me, let's see. You know, I, I would, you know, I'm gonna give myself props. So, her, the first birthday that, her, her first birthday while we were together, um, I planned like a whole day out for her. And mm. it was amazing. So, um, we started in the morning. I think I, I got her breakfast. And then we went to this place called the Butterfly Place. And it's just that, it's a place full of butterflies. Mm. So there's a bunch of flowers, you know, a bunch of trees, and there's like thousands of butterflies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, we went to the a duck tour in Boston. We took a duck tour in Boston, and uh, that was really cool because like, you always see them, you're like, that's so corny. Yeah. But then we actually do it, you're in the water, you're like, oh, that was pretty cool. And you get to see like a lot of the city that you don't normally see if you're just driving around. Mm. You get to hear like some of the history of Boston and everything and that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then uh, after that, because that wasn't it, we um, we went to a Red Sox game. Ooh. Oh, he had a great, and, uh, great day. Oh, man. I'm telling you, bro. Like, this is when I was balling. <laughs> I have money to spare. <laughs> so we actually went to the Red Sox game. And I think it was the third inning. I had on the on the big screen on the side I was like happy birthday Jenny from Jonathan and she almost missed it but I was like look at the screen <laughs> and she caught it so yeah I, I, heard, I, I had happy birthday Jenny on the screen for her and she she, she lost it she was like oh my god that's to- that's it was so really dope. cool it was really cool it was, it was awesome. a really cool day oh, um, I think that was one of the the better dates that, that we did because it was like Literally from like eight o'clock in the morning till like eleven at night. Like we were together and having a good time. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But as we know, dating is not always like that. There's there's ups and downs to dating. And I feel like a lot of us have many, many misconceptions as to what dating actually is. For you, brother, what were some misconceptions that you had? Yeah, um, yeah. So, for myself, um, one of the main misconceptions that I had when dating was um, that, you know, that, like, you date someone else in order to, like, complete yourself. Um, and I, I realized that, like... Finding your better half. Exactly. Like, that's this very phrase. And that, and it's crazy because, like, I, it took time for me to learn that, like, as a, as a man, like, I'm not complete with, like, I don't get completed with another woman. I get completed with Christ as, like, a complete package. And so, Amen. like, as a complete package, you you then unite with another, with you know, with a woman who is also a complete package in Christ. And together, you unify. And I remember that learning that specifically, because I was at church, um, and it was a time at, you know, um, where Cassandra and I, like, we weren't really together at that time. Um, and some one of the members were, were, were saying the exact phrase, like, hey, where's your better half? And there was, like, a mentor, a woman who was, like, a mentor to me. She was like, hey, and she pulled me to the side and said, hey, I hope you know that, like, she's not your better half. Like, Jesus is your better half. And, like, you need hey, to man, be complete crazy, in, like, him before you can even think about being with someone else. And when she said that, and, like, 
clicked for me completely. And I was like, ah, oh, I, I finally see. So that's something that's that I deep. definitely haven't. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's that's a great perspective. It's true. You know, a lot of us find someone that we're compatible with, mm-hmm. that we can watch Netflix, like, but that, that's not what it's about. It's about finding someone that's, that's going to help you to continue to walk towards Christ and so you can do that together. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's the most important thing. Exactly. That's awesome. That's, that's great. That's a great perspective. Um, for me, you know, I feel like a lot of people date for the wrong reasons. I, I assume that everyone was like me in, in a way, I guess. I guess that was my misconception. But when I date, like if I'm dating you, it's because I see something special in you and I want that long term. Like I, I want to marry If I'm dating you, it's because I want to marry you. Mm. Like I don't date just to date. I don't date just to pass the time. To have fun for the summer. Nah, like if I take the step to date you and introduce you to my mama, it's because... I see something special in you, and I want to invest in that, and I want that to grow. Um, I used to tell Jenny all the time, like, listen, I'm not just dating you, like, I'm investing in our, in our future. Super deep, man. Yeah, and she used to be like, what are you talking about? But I'm like, like, I'm investing in you. Like, all these flowers is not for nothing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's for a reason, you know? Like, I'm investing in our future. I'm investing in you because I want you. And it's it was always like that, like from the beginning. I used to tell her that, like I'm not wa- I'm not wasting time. I don't date to waste time. You know, it might take a year, two years, three years for us to get married, but that's my goal. Like I'm not just with you to to waste time to have fun. Like we'll have fun, of course, but I'm invested in you, and I'm invested in in, in us, and I'm invested in our future. So I guess that would be my misconception that I had that everyone had the same mentality. Because even with her, like, I had to teach her that. I had to teach her that, like, you know, we're dating for a reason. We're getting to know each other for a reason. You know, if it doesn't work, you know, we put in the work. And we got to the point that we understood that it's not going to work. But if it does work, it's going to be beautiful. Because we put in the time, we put in the work, and we're going to see the fruits of that. You know, yeah. I'm a very black and white person. So it's, it's, it's easier for me to understand, like, listen, if I'm spending, you know, four or five hours at night <laughs> talking to you, it's not just because I'm bored, like, I'm doing it because I love you. <laughs> I, I, I could be playing video games or reading or watching TV, you know? And I used to love video games, but, you know, you put things aside because you're investing in better and bigger things. Um, so, yeah, you know, that, that was my, my thing. And, like not everyone has that perspective um, and I didn't know that I thought that when people <laughs> I mean maybe that's a little naive of me but that that was always my even when, when I was like younger like I would see myself with people long term like it, it wasn't like a like a summer thing or like you know what, what are you doing no it was like I'm getting to know you and I'm meeting your mom like and your dad and your family and you're gonna be my family so, you know saying that a lot is a little creepy but <laughs> But it's true, like I'm not, I don't want to waste my time, you know? Yeah, it's true. Hmm. So, let's get to, to something a little, little more, a little nicer. You know, you don't have to be psychos like me and invest in marriage so that you meet the person. <laughs> but <laughs> what are things that 
either some advice that you, you, you had either heard before or that you wish someone told you before you, you were dating or while you were dating? Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'll start yeah, now. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, so, go. I'm, I'm sorry, Shelby. I no, want to start because I feel like this is the most important thing, you know? And I wish someone told me from the very, very beginning, mm. even if, like when I was younger, that God comes first. Mm. You know, going along with what you were saying, like the person doesn't complete you. Only God can do that. Mm -hmm. But if you're both searching for, for God and if you're both walking together to, towards God, then it doesn't matter what happens, your foundation is strong and you're gonna stay together. Mm -hmm. And I wish someone told me that earlier on. You know, it, it, even with, with Jenny, from the beginning, she's like, listen, I need you to love God more than you love me. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, then I don't wanna be with you. And she almost broke up with me. Wow. Early, like very early on. We had, we had two very important conversations. One was in a bench about our faith. And then the other one was outside her house, by her car, crying about, you need to love God more than you love me. Because mm. that's the most important thing. And that night I was like, she's right. And I need to be different, I need to be better. Uh. And from that day on, I started building my relationship with God, even if that meant less time with her. Mm. Wow. And I think that's made all the difference. That's real. So, you know, God has to be first. Mm -hmm. And even while you're dating, you know, study the word together, sing together, pray together, spend time with God together. Because um, it really does make all the difference. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't know how people who don't have faith do the whole dating and marriage thing. It's the same thing. Because if it wasn't for... God being the center of our relationship sometimes, I don't know what would have been of us, you know? <laughs> it's true. But God, God does amazing things and, and I'm grateful and I'm really happy that from the very beginning we we set that expectation mm -hmm. that God has to be first. Mm -hmm. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, so I think um, some advice that like I wish I heard or heeded, um, I think mine resulted in just like um... I'm like, how do I put this in, a, in the right way? Because I, I know we're definitely going to talk about more about this this topic later on in our, our podcast. But um, uh, for me, it was just like, I wish someone explained to me, like, the real true importance of sex. Um, and also, um, like, like the boundaries, like boundaries to, to keep when you're dating. Um, and how to be successful in keep, keeping, like, proper boundaries, whether it's, um, boundaries to not allow someone else into your relationship or just boundaries between you, like you and your significant other while you're still dating and not married. So like, that's something I definitely wish I like had like heard or heeded that during my dating phase with my, with my now wife. You want to expand on that a little bit? We, we, we can get into that a little bit more if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, um, when it comes to like boundaries, um, it's just like sometimes, you know, like, it might get like into a late hour and so they always say like i've always heard how like you know temptation near a lot of times comes when like people are tired or it's late night or whatever the case may be and so just like like understanding like what your actual boundaries is as like a man or like a human being and being like hey like i know for a fact like 9 30 9 30 or 10 o'clock like like my guards like they go down so like I need to leave your house 
like a good portion of time before I even those guards even like get broken down. That way I'm driving home and my guards are starting to go down, but I'm already driving home. And like there's <laughs> nothing that can happen while I'm already on the road, like just trying to go to my house. Yeah. Something so, like, happens like after that. ten, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I think for me, um, another one would be that it's just I call it one woman, one man. You know, mm. your relationship is just that. It's just one woman, one man. It's just you two. Mm. You know, I feel like a lot of times we, when we have an issue, we, oh, we go to my best friend, my boys, and I talk, you know, help me out through, through this problem or with the girls. Like, like, oh, you know, my, my best friend is a girl, and I can really get some good advice. Like, it's good to have good friends and, and people that, that you can rely on, but you gotta be careful. Mm sometimes they may not have the best interest hmm. in mind even even if you think they do you know that that girl might want you too and she mm. might not want you to be successful with your girl so her advice might not be the best mm. so crazy man it's crazy it's, I, i've seen it Yo. i've seen it i've seen <laughs> you know dudes that like oh let me talk to my friend and the friend gives this advice and like, you know what you're right i'm gonna break up with her and they're like by the way, you're single now. You want to date me? Like, I've seen that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yo. So, you know, you, you, need to, you need to be careful who you confide on. Because, again, they might not have the, the best intentions. Or they, they might have different, a different uh, goal in mind for, mm. for your, your friendship at the end of the day. So, be careful. One woman, one man. Yeah. Wow. What about yeah. you? What else you got for me, bro? Um, so I think for myself, uh, even like some, like just even like a tip that I'm thinking about, like, oh man, like dude, dating was like, um, just learning to like ask your significant, like your your partner, um, difficult questions, right? Um, asking some of the tough questions and um, because like. You know, you need to learn who they actually are, and you also are, are studying them at that time, too. So as you're studying them, you know, you got to ask some of these tough questions. And, and these tough questions will either give off the green flags that you're looking for or the red flag. And so once you get those green flags and red flags, you can then, you know, with the discernment of, of, of God, like, make the choice of, is this the person that I should be with continuing on? Or should I, like, look for something else or move on to something else? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like sometimes we don't do that. We don't. We don't listen to um, those red flags, and then we make mistakes. Yeah. I think for me too, um, it's the fact that sometimes we think that we can change people. Mm. I'm gonna tell you right now, you can't change your your boyfriend. You can't change your girlfriend. So whoever they are now, that's who they're going to be for the long run. Like, you don't have that power. That's right. So you gotta be a, you got to be aware of that. Your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, if they have a bad habit of, I don't know, leaving the dishes on the table, you can talk to them about mm -hmm. putting them in the sink. Mm-hmm. But then that's up to them to change. <laughs> Still <laughs> like, you're not gonna change that person. Yeah. If you know before they put the car in reverse, 
they have to like look in the mirror 20 times and you know put their makeup on while they're driving you know that's who they are yeah you're not gonna change them mm. and i'm saying you know very general superficial things but <laughs> but it could be like really important things really key mm. things and those things could be deal breakers so you have to be aware of that and and see if you could live with that yeah if that's something that you that you could be like you know it's not that important to me i can, I can deal with that mm. or if you're like i, I can't do that because um it, it makes a huge difference and uh if, if you if you're if while you're dating you you don't pick up on those things or, or you say you know once we get married they'll change you might be in for a <laughs> for a weird awakening at some point so true so people don't change you can't change them God can God can change them so you can pray that's real for change but only God can, can, can do this thing bro you can't do it yeah I've tried <laughs> <laughs> alright um, you got anything else for me? Uh, yeah so it was re- refraining from from like trying to put your relationship on social media, um, I think that that that's such, huh? Yo, it, it's crazy, man. Like I had a friend who, um, I think we, we would talk about this all the time, um, and it's 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 a little scary because sometimes people just put all their emotions into social media. It could be a negative thing, and sometimes people over like like overfill their social media with like the significant other, and they're always trying to like create. Or tailor their relationship to like a certain image that's there and you know just stay far away from that like just like focus on like who you're dating study them learn who they are you know of course continue to keep studying who god is and asking them like who is this the person for me and whatnot but don't fall for that hype man like you'll see couples all the time yo it's crazy man social media relationships are fake yo fake as can be bro fake you only see the good things yeah you only see the highlights Mm -hmm. you don't see the ins and outs yo that's it don't model your relationship after instagram yo it's crazy man like i would say like even for those who are dating and you're listening to this, I know marriage is hard work, but like dating too is it's hard work. Like you gotta plan those dates, man. Like you still gotta like figure out like, okay, how am I gonna learn about this person? So don't just think that like, you know, people who are on this social media platform are just it's throwing it up there, putting all these smiles, like thinking that their life is like perfect. That is sometimes farly far from the truth, man. Far from the truth. Very, very far. So Absolutely. Yeah, man. But what about what about you guys? You know, we, we don't want this to be just be Shelby and I. So, drop on the Instagram, on the Facebook, or under the whatever platform that you're using. Uh, what has been the best date that you've been on? Mm-hmm. I want to hear all about it. Maybe you'll inspire me so I can do the same. I might copy what you're doing so I can look good. Um, what's some advice that you've been given, or that that you've given to someone about about dating? Share that with us so we, we can show other people. Like yeah. we said from the beginning, this is going to be interactive. We're helping you. You're helping us. We'll all grow together. That's the point of this. And uh, what are some misconceptions that you've had? Can't wait like, to hear those, man. Can't wait. You're like, 
this is what dating is. And then you actually got there and you were like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to hear that. We want to hear those those moments that you were like, well, that's not what I thought it was. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> those are fun to hear about too. <laughs> and um, how have you put God in your relationship? I feel like we all have to to grow in that sense. You know, we all want God to be the center of our relationship. At the end of the day, we are, we are all faithful men. So God comes first and everything. So how are you intentionally and actively putting God first in your dating life, in your marriage life? Uh, we want to hear that. All right. So that was that's it for tonight. That's it for today. Uh, Shelby, any final words? Love y'all, man. Can't wait to hear all these interesting things. Also, yo, please share the dates. I still got ideas that I would love to hear. Um, some date ideas that I'd definitely like to use, even in marriage now. So share them, please. Absolutely. Listen, I have a lifetime of dates to go. So <laughs> for real. I, I wanna anything you do, let me know so I can copy that for real. And at the end of the day, you know we're here for each other. So uh, maybe we can throw some date ideas in there as well, Shelby. Yeah. You come up with some good things too sometimes, bro. <laughs> I'm like, what are they doing? Like, wow, that's, that's dope. Yeah, thanks, man. So, y'all, y'all too, uh, man. We, we can have a little conversation on the side, on Instagram, Facebook. People can join us there. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, take care. We're going to be back again next week. We won this story yeah. for another two months like we did last time. I apologize. It's all my fault. And don't forget, fake talk is real talk. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Coming in hot.